This episode of the Channerant Podcast is brought to you by McClellan Bagpipes, proudly made in North America by artesian bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan from Eust, Scotland. At McClellan Bagpipes, they don't strive to be the biggest, fastest, or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of the best-sounding and most beautiful-looking bagpipes in the world since their beginning in 1988. Over the years, McClellan Bagpipes has established a solid reputation for rich, warm, and stable tone, created with incredible craftsmanship and instruments of heirloom quality and unparalleled beauty. Head to BespokeBagpipes.com to learn more about their innovations like the new Elevation Chanter, which features a lower-pitched richness inspired by the classic top hand of older chanters and sustainable solutions like the Revelation Bagpipe, a Delrin instrument featuring bores lined with a cellulose polymer sleeve giving you the structural benefits of a Delrin instrument while maintaining a refined wood-like sound. Check out McClellan Bagpipes' diverse line of instruments and learn more about their restoration work on vintage bagpipes by visiting their website at bespokebagpipes.com. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA.
that, that was that was totally us. <laughs> we definitely we definitely played that. Uh, <laughs> hello, Andy. You got you to teach me how to do that move. Which one? <laughs> that move from the the that tune. Oh, absolutely! I, yeah, I would definitely yeah. show you how to do that one little uh, embellishment there. Be the oh. fucking brand new one. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd like to see you do it too. Uh, hello, <laughs> hello everyone. Welcome to episode one hundred and fifty. D or depending on our edit schedule, one forty-seven of the, the Chatterite Podcast. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host, Mister Andy Fusco. That's me. And if you didn't know, I'm here to let you know that this will be explicit. So, yeah, five seconds to go listen to something else. I would recommend the Droning On Podcast. Can we also uh, warn them that it will also be boring as well as explicit? <laughs> it's harsh. It's harsh, man. But you got five seconds. That's five, four, three, two, one. Five. For fuck's sake. Uh, you can review the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. You can send us emails and voicemails to be played on air. Like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and maybe in real life even. Check out the Channerant store at channerant.com. And last but not least, invite share your friends. This episode of the Channerant Podcast is brought to you by our lovely patrons at patreon.com slash channerant. Get discounts on merch, get updates when episodes are going live, and, you know, just the occasional odd tidbit like Andy's ass tattoo or... Uh, him playing Highland Wedding in a Gimp mask, and who knows what else. <laughs> the last four hours of the uh, Legion of Piping podcasts episode, maybe? Yeah. Or like last week, you get to watch us get shocked uh, for charity. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say a billion. <laughs> a billion times. billion times. <laughs> Mr. Fusco. Yes, sir. You know what really uh, fucking grinds my gears? What grinds your gears, Josh? The, the current arrhythmia I've developed after last week's episode. <laughs> I got burn marks on my arms that... Did well, you actually, or was it just no, the I'm rubber? Just yeah, yeah. So, yeah <laughs> it was just bad. like the pressure marks, you know? Yeah, but uh, yeah, so I, I started going through... There's no way I'm going to have that compilation done a month ahead of schedule, like uh, the goddamn Kids with Cancer charity event. But could, you could give it to them two weeks in advance. That would Dude, be wonderful. I, I'll, they'll be lucky if I give it to them one day in advance, because I already sent them the fucking flyer and they never used it. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, but we actually I'm, are donating. I'm kind of done doing free work for them, and I raised money for them. So realistically, I figure... But I'm, think of all the publicity that we Yeah, we're so we're going we're gonna to <laughs> hand them like a $600 check. Uh, they owe 700 me, bucks. $700 check, and they owe me about $1,500 in design work. So I figure... It's about the kids, man. It's not about you. It's about the kids with cancer. Yeah, but if you sell one of those kids, I bet it's at least two thousand dollars. <laughs> well, we're, or we're, just the kidneys. You don't have to sell the whole kid. <laughs> hey, we're on. They're on their way. Either way, we did a wonderful thing. We're heroes. Can't we just celebrate our hero ness? <laughs> are you gonna do? You have, are, do you have a clip? Are you gonna? Are you gonna fucking hero I, music? Us? No, no, no. I just thought I'd mention that we're heroes. Um, but so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, like how how you feeling? You, you know, you got you got a few shocks yourself. I got ten of them. I if I remember correctly. Yeah, so so uh, you got you know the kids' meal of shock collar shocks. I did. Um, you got twenty ish, and I got ten roughly. But I raised five hundred dollars. You raised two hundred bucks. So there. Oh, so now that's what we're going <laughs> with. You raise more money because it costs more hey, to shock you. As we learned this week on the internet, if the game doesn't work for you, change the rules. Change the rules. <laughs> So, Fusco, uh, we have a very special guest with us today. Would you like to introduce said guest? We do, and I, I would like to say that the song that we played at the beginning of the show was uh, arranged and, well, I won't say written, it's a traditional tune that Mr. Doogie himself arranged and wrote and put together. He did all the parts, he programmed all the drums. Um, I'm sure he didn't play them live, uh, yeah, but it was. it's a tune called Alex C. McGregor. Oh, see. A, a reel that uh, is a wonderful tune, and he uh, he wrote that, so people in the chat. 
you don't have to ask me anymore. This makes this makes so much more sense to me because w- the audio file I got says Alic Final V3. So I was like, Athlic Final. <laughs> It's, it's a wonderful tune. And and if you want to hear the full version, you can hear that soon where, Andrew? Uh, it should be everywhere music can be streamed. iTunes, Spotify, whatever it, that Chinese one is. Is it live now? I think you could even get it on TikTok. To, uh, do, you should totally do a TikTok. To my distributor, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And uh, it's, coming, a fucking, it's a fucking banger. Coming in about a week is my heavy metal drum cover version of it. I will definitely be go. doing that as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I will, I'll, I'm going to wear a doogie mask. I'm going to have a I'll doogie doing, mask made for me. You know? <laughs> I'll be doing the vocals. Aslick. <laughs> Aslick C. Mac- Macerger. <laughs> but it was wonderful too. So anyway, Doogie here, uh, the proprietor of the Piper's Dojo and Dojo University. Fusco, what was it like having to do a show with two of your bosses? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if 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 only you guys knew how this really where it went. <laughs> Doogie just, actually runs everything behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he's been the only reason, you know, because he because he listens to every episode too. Isn't he that does. right, dudes? He's well he's well versed on the most last six months of the show. Sorry, what? <laughs> no, um, yeah. So. I'm a I'm a fan, but I'm not. I don't have time to be a diehard. I'm I'm afraid. That's that's understandable. That's Did you very, hear? It's a very nice way of him saying that he listens to the episodes that he's on. That he's on. Yes. <laughs> I, I want to listen to the shocking one. I, uh, Rab, I was I was chatting with Big Rab earlier, and um, he said you guys raised like over six grand or something. Oh no! No, like, no 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 no! It was like no, seven hundred no, no. bucks. Seven hundred bucks. <laughs> I wish it was that much. Actually, no, I don't. <laughs> I'm say, if we'd raised six grand, we would have died. We would have died for sure. Next but, year, we'll just add a zero to the prices. There we go. We're next, we are upping it next year for sure. But uh, so, yeah, that's a great classic episode. Have you heard the Stuart episode where we had Stuart, Stuart Little on the show? No, I would. I would like to hear that one. That's a good. Was it cool or what? Oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually good. Yeah, like sub like substantially good, not just like you know typical chanarant uh slapstick right i mean it was a little was, uh did you get him out of his shell at all or, oh or yeah was he, or was he just towing the towing the Stuart little party line no no we no, it was it was pretty good we we <laughs> uh we gently nuzzled and licked the edges of the shell until it opened just enough for us to get at the pearl inside right. <laughs> you know what we did uh doogie is at the beginning of the episode on the video um we pretended to do cocaine we had this fake cocaine <laughs> we did he didn't even had, fucking notice he, if he noticed, he didn't say anything. But we were like, "All right." So like, I put it on a mirror. It was this fake stuff, and I did it. And yeah, I hit it to Josh. And, yeah, it's like, like vitamin right before B we went live. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like so, like when you do, we talked about this a couple of like right after. But yeah, yeah but it's like he vitamin, hasn't heard. You do vitamin B powder, right? When you're doing like movie or TV set fake cocaine, right? Because you can like you can snort it if you want, and it's not going to hurt you. It doesn't really. Hurt and you me. can like scoop it into the thing, and it's not going to hurt you because it's not going in your going into you. But uh, but yeah, so we had this whole bit with like right before we go on, we like rail lines of fake cocaine without. <laughs> Not saying anything to Stuart. Not a word. Just yeah. do it and then go and <laughs> see what he would do. And he and, did not react at yeah, all. I don't, I, I, either way, it's funny because it's funny if he didn't notice and it's funny if he just like saw that and was just like, it. I'm not going to even comment. <laughs> like, <laughs> But this is the kind of entertainment you get here at the Channel podcast. Uh, For $5 a month, <laughs> Patreon.com. No. Stupid shit like shocking ourselves, putting a tiger bomb on our balls and um, practical joking Stuart Little with fake cocaine. I don't know. <laughs> um, you guys are in a really unique like position to just do stuff like that without you know having to worry about your your careers 
being ruined or not being able to feed your children. <laughs> this is true. Well, I'm I'm about to be in a position where my career could be ruined, but yeah, they're going to do a background check on you. Hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, this is why I, I guess like this is why you have me under your under the wing of the dojo university is I'm a crazy guy on the side that gets away with shit. But still, well, yeah, plausible <laughs> deniability, right? Like yeah. it's like it's not me. As I, you know, like we can. He's we, an independent contractor. I have no control. We can, we can always. <laughs> he can always right. use Fusco to test the waters and then just like right, write him off. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you can just throw me out at any time. <laughs> it is like you know, it is like you. Fusco does in some ways represent some of the things I sometimes wish I could say, but I totally can't. Well, that's kind of the that's kind of the whole show. Like the whole show is like, man, I wish I could I wish I could tell so and so to go fuck off. <laughs> right. Exactly. But that's and, and you know, we can, you know, like for the vast majority of the piping world, I don't feel like they realize that they could tell so and so to go fuck off because they have a real job, so they don't have to worry about it. This is why the Piper's Dojo secretly sponsored us thousands thousands of dollars <laughs> yeah, every every that's, month. That's why we're so, so that we can say stupid that's why shit. We're rolling in cash. <laughs> we say that Andrew just slips us a piece of paper. This is what I want you to say this month. Yeah. This is the people I want you to piss off, and, and uh, here's a thousand. That, this is how you get doogie to fucking like. Oh, I'm, I'm getting, I'm going, I'm, I'm going through a tunnel, guys. Sorry. Like, <laughs> yep, blank. There he goes. Oh well. So real quick, let's get through some of the bullshit, and then because uh, because we have a lot of stuff to talk about with doogie because we haven't seen him in a while. So uh, we have this email, and I actually hadn't seen it, Fusco. So do you want to do you want to introduce this email we got? Uh, sure. It was in re- it was in response to the um cobra episode back in december where uh a guy a, a gentleman we know by the name of tyler from utah who yeah. we met at uh winter storm which i have i have footage of our winter storm adventures that we never saw the light of day of that us should, getting that should be probably burned of us getting <laughs> shit-faced and doing flippy dick in the Flip, fucking hotel room yeah because we were so and bored. they weren't drunk who was it Oh, those two. Yeah, 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 the, the, yeah. The, Tyler was one of the kids. He was, he was, yeah. Like, so, we, had, we had two people with us, and we're just, like, hanging out, shooting the shit, and they weren't drinking, they weren't doing anything raw, and then, like, well, we they're like... from just, Utah, they don't do yeah, shit. and we were just, like, <laughs> shithoused at Winter Storm, teaching them how to play Flippy Dick in the hotel room, which, for those of you who don't know, Flippy Dick is where you take the suction cup dildo, right. and you try to see who can stick it on the hotel room door, like, from the furthest back. Right. It's so like you start at like one foot maybe, and then you slowly work back, and the you know the first person to get it from all the way in the back of the room wins. Right, they win flippy. Dick. Or whoever gets the longest throw. Whoever gets the longest throw. Yeah, it's like throwing knife, but it's a rubber penis. It's, like, it's just like whoever has the longest dick wins. It's a similar concept. Nah, so, but uh, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll post instructions to the channel on YouTube <laughs> of how to play flippy dick. You yeah, will, we'll get there. You will need a suction cup dildo, and preferably a metal door. Yeah, something heavy. So, yeah. anyway, Tyler says, Hey, boys, love the episode this week with Cobra, which was like two months ago. Was wondering why you boys never talk about drummers. Because they're cunts. Yeah, nobody can. End of, end of email. <laughs> After listening to this week's conversation, couldn't help but think the only thing yours is missing is a dedicated drummer to lead your core. I'm not that far away as I abide in the holy state of Utah. If yours ever wanted some help or help, help or hell, maybe, even someone to come play with you, let me know, boys. Cheers. One Fucking of the hired. We do need more drummers. Uh, however, Fucking we hired. We do have somebody that already leads, but I'm gonna I'm gonna contact him and yeah, see that's a great what idea. The options are and and it's not that far, so that that'd be good fun. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, he might drag along a tenor in the process, dude. I I fucking I shit on drummers all the time, but 
Unfortunately, miss, we need them. <laughs> I miss. It's not even that I need them. I just I miss them. I liked I liked having drummers. Did you know Doogie has a built-in drummer wherever he goes? Dude, does he really? His brother is a very good drummer. Is currently leading your drum corps in the uh, CRC. Is that correct? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So what? that's the way to do it. Just have your brother be a drummer, and then you're then motherfucker. <laughs> I used to have my brother as a bass player. That ain't gonna yeah, work. That, like... Well, yeah, but he was a different kind of person. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how's that going, by the way? Uh, what are you guys doing in this not in this lockdown? Th- are you guys doing anything at all in the capital Nothing. region? What do you guys call it? capital region Celts? Capital? What is it? Cap- capital region Celtic. Okay, so nothing, huh? Not a practice, not nothing. Nothing. Wow. And that's okay with you, I bet. Um, you know, I would do something if people wanted to, but I've heard nothing from anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, like I've heard, I've heard stuff like. You know, like we're all buddies, so like we send texts back and forth, and you know, uh, people snatch, are they're enjoying their time at each other, snap, <laughs> Snapchat each other what beers we're drinking and stuff. But right. like, uh, but not a single person has said like, "Hey, I really want to do something." And so, I've got enough going on. I'm not gonna like force the issue. Yeah, yeah. you're not gonna press it. it. People still Snapchat uh, in it Australia. Was, uh, they do. It was like a, it was, I was just trying to come up with an app that kids use, but we don't actually do that. <laughs> I think it's TikTok it's now. A, I don't know what they do. I don't know, man. I've aged out. I, I'm, I'm at the point where my friends write me letters. So I'm, <laughs> I'm done. Um, I'm, 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 I'm too old for this shit. I don't, you know, I, our band is like, it's, it's different than most grade three bands and that like there, there's like so many veterans. We're sort of like the grade three band of lost toys in many ways like myself included we've all sort of been like a lot of us have sort of been oh veteran by, so veteran like bagpipe the, players uh, not like veteran veterans no yeah veteran bagpipe okay players. yeah they, they played a lot, a yeah, lot so, of it's a, so it's a bunch of yeah. people that know their yeah, shit yeah. and just want to like have Take a good tune right. have a good tune and not like stress exactly so like so 80 percent of our band are people that we you know when we do finally get back together, it's not like they're gonna have gotten terrible <laughs> over the, yeah. the break. It's you know, not gonna like be a they, shit show. Much, yeah, so so we're just kind of playing it. We're playing it pretty laid back here during the whole. Must COVID be fucking thing, nice. Fusco, I'm moving. Okay. <laughs> Must be great. Uh, I know where I would, I'm going would, if I ever move yeah, back to Albany. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to go ahead and just be the shittiest person in a band of great people. Yeah, yeah. I've met those guys. They're all very cool. I like that band. Um, I don't know about the drums. Yeah, it's section. a chill group. I wouldn't do it. Like I wouldn't do it, but it's a chill, fun group. And, and, you know, like, uh, if it wasn't, I wouldn't do it. I've, I've got enough other stuff to do, but it's, it's pretty fun, pretty fun group. Well, and I'm still trying to really wedge my way into a bass drumming career. That's my goal, you know? Right. Just like I, just like I left, uh, marketing and advertising for EMS and fire. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to leave piping for bass drumming. I'm just going to pipe for myself. And then the rest of the time I'll just be like a solid, Pipe band bass drummer carry shit fucking put the band tent and the bass drum in my truck go have a good day <laughs> that works sorry i'm fixing you'll, you'll you'll think you'll think i'm a <laughs> south park canadian with how wide my fucking smile is gonna be <laughs> uh, sorry i had to fix something on obs something was going horribly wrong Actually, well not at all well just so i can cross this off uh so doogie 
Do, should we change our referral link? Like, has it been working for you? Because currently it's channarant.com slash suckless to get that sweet, sweet $1 premium test drive. Right. But it doesn't work? I don't know. You tell me, man. Are, are, you, are you getting some people coming through that want to suck less? Yeah, we're getting some people. Yeah, for sure. Yes, we are. Because I saw, I saw like, you know, Rab had like a more, he had like slash dojo or, you know, stuff that's a little little less tongue-in-cheek i suppose than ours i like your link because it really helps explain to your specific demographic exactly what might happen if they click that link yeah like you (laughs) click that link you click that link and even if you even if you do the month and you don't stick with it like for that month you will fucking suck less absolutely correct yeah there's no there's no way around it (laughs) which is which is a great lead into why we had uh, doogie here today yeah absolutely so the next actually, 40 minutes um, is going to be boring promotion of the Piper's Dojo. So <laughs> here's my first, here's my first bit of boring promotion just on the topic of sucking less. Um, you know, one of the things that we're going to start to do is uh, offer a double your money back guarantee that you uh, suck significantly less uh, as uh, you know, if you do the dojo program. So you're going to go with the MeUndies model uh yeah is that what me undies does yeah it's well it's like it's like if you don't like it like you know you get fucking get your money back like but we're pretty sure you're gonna like it i'll give you double your money back though if you don't like the dojo so like uh let's say you spend six months at the dojo and and it costs you 180 bucks uh if you're not way better i'll give you 360 bucks oh that's a losing bet sir i would not take that bet with with these fucking jackalopes yeah, especially so our, our people just game the system. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be like a stock market all over again. Uh, you're, you're, you're there again. are safeguards in place. There are it's safeguards gonna, in it's place. Gonna like, go, it's going to go on Reddit all of a sudden and <laughs> be ruined. How to make yeah. double your money. How to make a... <laughs> invest, <laughs> invest $180 in Piper's Dojo. Come out with 360 <laughs> <laughs> No, but just kidding. No, there's, you were saying there's safeguards in place? Yeah, safeguards in place. So, like, you have to take notes on your practice sessions throughout your time. Like, you know, so she got to use that. Show me that awesome journal that Josh wrote. Yeah. uh, It's similar to the one. Dude, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't write it. I just (laughs) fucking made it look pretty. Whatever that, what do you call that? I, I interpreted a billion, uh, screenshots and iPhone photos of absolute insanity and nonsense (laughs) into a thing that, doogie liked because i because he, he's, he's like well I, I want it to be like this and send me like 50 fucking photos from his iphone that he like scribbled on a page i was like i was like oh okay like i think we'd worked together before so i was like yeah like i think i know what you mean man like <laughs> we'd work yeah. together so i was like i i'm pretty sure i know where you're going i'm pretty sure i know the style you want like okay cool like <laughs> it's hard like what i really want here's what i really want josh and yes, sir. andy too both you guys what I really want is for people to just magically read my mind and get the job done. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. That used to be my job. <laughs> and it really irritates me when people don't just do that. Oh, I know. I, I still remember <laughs> I still remember meetings. like uh I still remember <laughs> when I was doing the vlogs for the Dojo channel and I was like like you'd send me all this stuff and be like, Okay, do you have an idea of what you I was like I looked through the photos like I was like, Yeah, like I know what you want. Okay. You want to be like bagpiping Casey Neistat. Okay, cool. Like no 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 worries. Easy peasy. Easy. That's it. <laughs> It's not that hard. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, it takes a really long time to the point where I'm not willing to do any of it myself. But that's all. That's it. It's not hard. Right. It just takes a while. The best no, part. No, uh, in, in all seriousness, though, I mean, 
Josh Josh is great at what he does. I just can't always afford his uh, his rates. <laughs> That's true. It is not a multi million dollar business. I would yet. also right, I, would, I would also argue that more importantly, like and you know, granted, I might be talking myself out of a fucking gig here. But as much as I love doing the vlogs and as, as fun as they were and as cool as they were, like that doesn't have a really big turnaround for Dojo U. Like that's that's not really converting at the rate that you're getting that shit done. There was a time where that kind of content, I think, really was converting heavily. But I think we're way past that now. I mean, smaller, less produced stuff is always going to win the media landscape right now. Yeah, Um I have a lot of thoughts on that. I mean, I think that I think that when you look at successful vlogs, you know, you you need huge volume, and then it can convert nicely for you. Like you look at your your Gary V's and your Casey Neistat. I mean, you know, but in the bagpipe world, there's just not enough people. There's that's the issue. It's too niche of an that's audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like we, we have the same have thing some... when we're talking about when we talk about our audience. It's too niche. Yeah. If we captured the entire bagpipe community audience, right? What's that's that? still not very Maybe much people. Maybe 20,000 people in the world? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, that's, that's, still, exactly that's right. still not going to build a fucking empire. Which actually brings... Uh, this is why we're starting our new show. Uh, just <laughs> The channel around video Josh, game stream. <laughs> yeah, Josh and Andy talk about stuff that's more accessible to uh, normal people. To normal people. <laughs> other than, yeah, we're going to do a whole thing. We're going to talk about pop culture, because why not? Um, but this brings out a question that one of the... I've got li- six episodes of fucking ripping on Justice League ready to go. Oh, Jesus. Who cares? No, it's it's over, man. It's never over. <laughs> it should have been good. <laughs> so I have a question from the audience, uh, which relates to what we're talking about here, Andrew. And Joe Brady wants to know, what happened to the... You had a you had a plan to create 10,000 pipers. Yes. Is that on the back burner? Is that still an, a thought in your head? Tell us about um, that and what your thoughts were on that. It is, and that was the U.S. On, I think, right? It wasn't just the world. It is, it is still in the pipeline, but it's uh, definitely back burnered. Okay. It's tough to uh, it's tough to create ten thousand new pipers in a glo- during a global pandemic. Oh, is that what really happened here? So tell I us. Mean, it's definitely. I mean, like what you know, what were we talking about doing? We were talking about empowering bands. Uh, around the world to right. you know onboard tons and tons of beginners uh and like could you do that via zoom well maybe but it's not way, really yeah it's way less exciting there's nothing for the new people to like really get excited about there's no yeah you know yeah no i get that but it's may hey maybe when we get out of all this 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 uh push will come back but it leads into you 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 pivoted into a new system the freedom phase process and and all that goes along with that um can you give me a uh a baseline of what this is this new sort so, of new um, dojo sort of philosophy if you will yeah, yeah like, why wouldn't... do why do you fucking poor bagpipers give a shit like <laughs> like you there's yeah. a lot of not poor bagpipers too you know yeah but I, but you know like i find i find you know it's we get the best responses out of doogie when he's like no this is why you fucking need this even even if you're you know paying fucking forty dollars a week to some other asshole like this is why you need this like don't don't just don't just say hey couch couch players let's go with like hey dude like I know everything sucks but this is the best fucking option go send give you pitch it I just so want to know what it is briefed, like Fus- Fusky were you saying you already talked to them a little bit about this talk to people? them meaning like the the our our the audience? people 
Yes. The, the brethren? A little bit, yes. Briefly, yeah. So, so like, okay. I wouldn't say we pivoted so much as uh, certain pieces of the puzzle have fallen into place for sure. Um, okay. And, and yeah, like the, um, the first Bagpipe Freedom Intensive we did, which is what I was reading <laughs> earlier while you guys were When we were boring know. the audience. <laughs> well, the first one we did, it became abundantly clear that, um, that this, that it proved the concept. Okay. Which is that, so a lot of the stuff that we've done at the dojo over the years, things some people might've heard of like ALAP ASAP, four questions of bagpipe maintenance, six steps of the bagpipe tuning cycle. The bagpipe tree of sound. Tree of sound. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, um, wait, wait till I, like wait till I pitch the uh, bagpipe primary assessment. <laughs> <laughs> That's our thing, man. Don't give it to him. <laughs> um, wait, wait, what was that? Josh? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Joe Brady already hang stole on. it. Don't worry about hang it. On. Yeah, hang on. Um, it's all right. We already uh, we already make really good money off Joe Brady's ideas. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but he said we could. I swear. Oh, I um, So so anyway, it's it's basically we all that stuff has now been put together in what we call the bagpipe freedom process, which is a five step process. Of it depends how you look at it. It could be a five step process of learning the bagpipes. It could be a five step process of sort of rebooting yourself as a bagpiper. Um, and it could also be a five-step process of uh, forcing yourself to realize that you're a massive fucking spanker that can't actually play. <laughs> that is our audience. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. No, you know what I mean though? Like if Absolutely. you've been on the forums on Facebook, there's a lot of people who are like simplifying tunes uh, is for losers and no one would ever do that. And you're just, you're not cool like me unless you just always play with all the embellishments. And, Correct. And those, those are the people who, if, those are the people who I guarantee you would get stuck on phase one and not be able to get through without some serious freaking like time looking in the mirror at what they're able to do. Anyway, sorry, the rage just kind of guaranteed. Bring, the, bring the hate. We love the uh, hate. It, bring it. Fear leads to anger. <laughs> it's the decaf Earl Grey, you guys. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right about that, though. Like the the mass. The base, but the, but then again, that's your audience, right? Isn't the the low? Uh, how do I want to say this politically? The the less experienced player is the most common player, which is exactly the audience you want to speak to, right? Beginners, beginners, and intermediates. And in the bagpipe world, intermediates is just a name for beginners who have been doing it for a long time. Right. Exactly. You know, uh, like, and I, like you know, I, I'm being a little sarcastic there, but like, <laughs> fuck, dude, at that point, there's there's intermediates and then there's actual intermediates, like, um, you know, uh, but but usually in the bagpipe world, nine times out of ten, an intermediate is someone who uh, just uh, has been playing so long that it really hurts their ego to s- still refer to themselves as a beginner. Correct. And anyway. You know, let's not dwell on this. Uh, the the process that we've been using now at the dojo, which is now it's baked right in uh, into you know because mm-hmm. you do the evaluations. It's baked right into the structure of the website now, um, and it's it's really really cool. Like uh, just to toot our own horn, you log into dojo now, and it's abundantly clear exactly what you can do today to uh, df yourself. <laughs> or or yeah f yourself just a little less yeah to unf yourself per if you will <laughs> it's really cool i mean like it's so cool to see like the people 
it's it's cool to see the people who are buying into the program. It's really really neat. So it's, I'm I'm curious as to the first so to the first bagpiping freedom intensive. I mean, because I I only know one person that went through it, and they we said, had one of our band members went. And through they it. said there was it was a lot, but they did feel like they had some value. I hope there's a lot of value, to be quite honest. Well, because uh, fucking it's fucking pricey. <laughs> it, well, not only that, but it's intense. It's literally intensive. Like it's Dude, you're, two you're, sprints a week. Yeah, it's, you're logging in very often. Like you're getting you're getting basically uh, judged and verified. So like you have to be you have to be up on your shit, which you would think you would get from like playing with your local band. But honestly, I think that nothing like this. Yeah, nothing like this. One, Glenn Brown was was the main instructor, right? Or pretty much the sole instructor for this correct yeah and he is going to be for the this for the, one too the, the new one. one that's coming up for our audience that's here's a spoon yeah here's a spoon yeah if you know glenn here's a spoon but i've sat through glenn's classes and this guy's no fucking joke man like he tells you how it is and without any care whether how you feel about it <laughs> like um which i love about him he's not mean by any means he's just very direct and, and i've heard that he gets this from his mother probably Maybe Andrew could speak to that if if you feel like it, but uh, she was very direct. Yeah, Gail is also Gail is also very direct. Yes, yeah, not in a mean way. Just nope, that's not it. Nope, uh, in, um, like <laughs> people who uh, like uh, pussies can't take it. The, and Correct. that's that's been true of Gail, and um, it's uh, probably true of Glenn as well. Although, you know, I don't know if we want to go down this rabbit hole, but Glenn <laughs> is um, bring the heat. Dude, well, no, it's just like Gail just was just like Gail. as an aside, like this that reminds me of like my so like my CPR instructor, right? That I did for my EMT course. That dude would never tell you anything, would stare you down every single moment you're fucking in there, and would just fucking shit on you if you were getting it wrong. Like sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes. Well, this isn't that. I mean, like uh so Glenn. And and uh, I know Gail as well. I mean, they're just going to tell you exactly how they see it, which I love that. I love that. I love when people are like that. So Absolutely. so I've always Glenn's always been a close friend of mine. Um, even when we were competitors, we were like we were actually friends, you know, because we would <laughs> we would brutally tell each other what we thought about each other, and it was right. great. You can have fun with it, <laughs> yeah, and you especially can. you know, and it teaches you not to take yourself too seriously. But anyway, my point would be. Most people in the bagpipe world seems to be extra sensitive. You know, uh, most people. Uh, you think that's it takes practice to get used to it for most people. Do you think that's because many of them are adult? Most of them are adult learners versus well, other than the UK or whatever. Mm, yeah, and it's like people are adult learners, and then like there's also a lot of people are into bagpiping because they can just play dress up and get away with it. Right, exactly. Yeah, you, you know what I mean. Oh, like yeah. bag, the bagpipe <laughs> cosplay. It's like bagpipe cosplay, and um, it's a great way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, like I just granted, to, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, not to take shots at service bands right now, but that is kind of sometimes it's bagpipe cosplay. But even at the higher levels, it is right. Like you know, you you got the feather in your bonnet and you're strutting around all the solo competitions. But it's more to just look cool and say you were there. For some people, I'm generalizing, and obviously there are uh, uh, equally as many like really devoted musicians out there. Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm just trying to say that. Um, no, let us do that for I, you. I think that bag. I think that the a lot of the bagpipe world has trouble taking criticism because like they don't want to admit what's really going on here, which is you know, to to an extent, they're in it for the wrong reasons. Anyway. 
or they're well, or they're I, in it for a very short term reason. Or if well, yeah. Right. Well, what about the other side of the coin that are are musicians too hard on each other and or themselves as well? Like especially piping it, and I, I only know that because I'm this is the world I'm in. But I I had some experience in that in the high school and college years where musicians are horrible to each other, generally speaking. Yeah. So that. <laughs> what are we dealing with here? You know, like uh, maybe. So <laughs> sometimes people are like, "Oh, the dojo is too strict, too trying to." I'm not looking for perfection. Blah blah blah. Like I've heard things of this nature. You wouldn't hear this, but I, I get these things from time to time. Um, I'm like, well, okay, then maybe maybe we're just not right for you because we want you. We're not looking for perfection. We want you to improve. But you should always strive to be better, at the very least. But if you shoot for here, maybe you'll get here, hopefully. But you got to shoot for here, right? Or what? I mean, I don't know. Like, that, there's a reason you pick the people you pick for your instructors. Like, Glenn has a very specific level of what he wants out of his students, right? It doesn't seem to turn them off, at least in my what I've witnessed. Maybe, maybe certain people it would. But, like, wh- what? tell me about your philosophy of, when so, if somebody came to you and said, "Like the dojo is too strict, we, we want too much. You want too much out of us." What? How would you respond to that? Well, first of all, I would try to make them actually explain themselves because usually there's some stuff in there that's not actually true, uh, that they maybe have just heard and they haven't actually like given it a try themselves. You know, like what if it's an actual student? Yeah, like like a. Uh, sorry, I didn't hear what you said there. I said, what if it was an actual student? That's like one that actually came to class? Mm-hmm. They, they they don't say that. I mean, not to me. They, they They've do said it to me. To Carl. They, they do sometimes to you and Carl, right? They're, <laughs> yes. like, they're, like, they're afraid to say it to you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's, it's really funny. But it's just, you know, it's it just is what it is. That, um, you know, what the dojo is all about is if you want it, actually play the bagpipes for the purposes of you know becoming a better and better musician right like that's what we're all about and if you're not about that then it's not necessarily a bad fit you can still get a ton out of the dojo like there's a lot of dojo members that just they love the fact that we have tons and tons of tune lessons in the archive and they just like to go fiddle around with tunes and we never see them in any live classes and you know it's not to say that uh, it's a bad fit. It's just maybe not 100% the best fit for us. 100% the best fit is beginner or an intermediate that wants to become intermediate to advanced. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That's, that's what it is. And um, you know, I don't understand why everyone wouldn't want to do that, but it's true. Everyone doesn't necessarily want to do that. I struggle that myself because I'm not going to say, I'm not going to give it too much, but I've received something recently where I was taken aback by the email that I received about this exact topic where I'm like, I don't know exactly how to respond to this because I'm like similar to you. Like for me, I don't take offense. Like my, okay. I'm not that great of a player. I'm an average grade two player, whatever. But I look to the greats because that's not that I ever think I'm going to be Stuart Little or even an Andrew Douglas, but I still look to that as my, 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 what do you mean? Even an Andrew Douglas. (laughs) 
<laughs> come on there's a clear difference but uh <laughs> but you know what i mean like i still look to those people because it's still amazing to want i still want to be that i may never get there but i want to be that so the people that don't think that way like I, when i was a first starting i when i've discovered jack lee or whoever it was like the first early guys that like man that's so good i knew it was good and i knew i wanted to be that even though i knew i would never be that so the people that struggle with the motivation of i just want to be a band player i want to kind of sound decent and like i don't know how to respond to those people because for me i don't think that way at all literally i was walking to my car i was dragging my pipes behind me and i'm thinking this through in my head like that is not the kind of person I am. I, I don't even know how to think like that. So how do you respond to those kind of people that, and I'm not saying they're wrong or bad or indifferent. I'm just, I don't, as an instructor to try to motivate people, what do you do to want them to strive for perfection, even though you know, they're never going to get there. And I know I'll never get there. And like, what do you, how do you motivate them to? Well, I mean, all I think all you can do is try to show them the way. And, and, you know, like, I think the other thing that I try to do is uh, realize that I'm the I'm the same, like I'm the same type of you know person, just not in the bagpiping sphere. So like when I when I do CrossFit, I I can be like that person you're describing, mm-hmm. right? Which which is like oh my god, I I don't want to do this workout, and like I don't want to you know, or I feel intimidated to go in and try this, or you know, to try and do this move because like, you know, I'm not that serious, but, and like, I think the real reason though, is that you're just, um, you're just intimidated and you, you're maybe not being honest about the real reasons why you chose this specific activity. Right. Exactly. You know, like, like I, I, I think, and I, I, I got an email today from a dojo you student, uh, as well. And then the same sort of thing crossed my mind. It's like, I think I can help you. I like, I could definitely help you, but I have a funny feeling that you're not being a hundred percent honest with yourself about what you want. Right. And that's, that's really key <laughs> to be honest with yourself. But yeah. is that, is there anything harder than being honest with yourself? I mean, I look in the mirror, I'm like, like literally it's like, pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Okay, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do. But then the harsh waters of reality crash on, crash onto me when the when the lady's like, "Is that all you got?" You know, what if we just you know try to? I mean, I don't know. Do you do you cast a broad net when you're talking about trying to get these people to be invested in their playing, or do you try to just focus in on the few people that are really doing the work? Uh, You can't get the few people who are really doing the work if you don't cast a broad net to begin with. Yeah, and yeah, you exactly. can't, uh, and you can't, you can't get chicken salad out of chicken shit either. Like, That's true. Uh, here's a perfect example. Like, perfect example uh, is let's say you work with a pipe band, and everyone's like, "I just want to be laid back. I just want to like enjoy this. Like, like you, you, this is like really, really serious." And you know, we're like a chill band, um, and that's fine, except for when you go to the games and you get your ass kicked everybody is super down in the dumps and ultra bummed out every time the band gets their ass kicked in competition. Right. Right. And so like that, for me, that's, there's, there's a, the math that isn't adding up here. So you want to be chill and laid back and you don't want to be serious, but then you're super bummed out when you get your ass kicked. Like, like the dojo, 
the dojo could go in the middle. It doesn't have to, but the, like our mentality fits right there in the middle. So, you know, you want to win competitions. You want to get better. Like this is an indication. If you're super bummed out when your band gets their butts kicked, that's an indication you want to get better. So like here is a potential solution for you. And I think that's the same when you teach private lessons, Andy, or when Glenn Brown teaches lessons or when Bruce Gandy has his P-Brock treehouse thing. Which, uh, <laughs> Wait, he does it in a treehouse? Uh, uh, no, clubhouse. Sorry, excuse oh. me. But like you, you pick what you want to pay for that. Like mm-hmm. I can't think of a... I, I think, think, I think everyone just has to rally, right? Like at this point, it's got to be fucking MBGA, right? Like make bagpipes great again. Um, Not everybody wants was, to do that, though. <laughs> uh, I think, and like, so people. For example, if you went to like, for example, my band does not want to do that. Like, it, like me. for example, <laughs> if you went to makebagpipesgreatagain.com, you might be able to get a one dollar off your dojo premium. <laughs> you gonna make him type that whole thing, Mike? Make. <laughs> I like see, it. <laughs> see, now he's wondering if I actually did it. Already. Oh, I believe he, he's been uh, typing over there. I, he's, I think he did it because he's quiet during that whole. <laughs> well, you guys were talking. <laughs> no, go make yourself useful. Go for it. I, I'm smiling because I've, I've thought of this before. I just I can't go there. This is what we were talking about earlier. I have children to feed. But I was thinking for a long time, I was thinking about a red hat that oh, yeah. said, make American bagpiping great. I, I would – this would not offend me, and I am a staunch liberal. I love the idea. Um, like, you know, and I never went for it because, like, but for me, it's like, you know, you got Make America Great Again, suggesting that it was once great. And I would want to make a hat that just says, Make American Bagpiping Great. Right. Yeah. Finally. Like, we Finally. should be. Like, we deserve to be. Absolutely. Like, like well, like, we don't deserve to be, but like, like yeah, deserve you can earn it. Yeah. yeah. If you don't deserve it, you earn it. Yeah. But we, America well, obviously has a talent. We're the best in almost everything in the world other than bagpipes. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not sure about that. Baseball, football. Uh, I mean, other uh, than soccer. But, uh, uh, but uh, I believe that uh, I, I believe that American piping should be great. I think I think American piping has to find its voice. I think I think we've got to like figure out what we have to contribute that's that's special and i think it's there i think there are people doing amazing work in this field like joe brady and and the uh you know the, wasatch program and the kids in houston uh, Was- oh yeah oh yeah like houston and yeah yeah and, and dunedin yeah, dunedin dunedin uh the the dunedin. keith highlanders dunedin. in seattle <laughs> there's a lot no, of- i mean like there's there's lots of great programs out there that are like like why not? And what I love about what what brings uh, Joe Brady and the Wasatches to mind is like they they've developed their way of doing it that's like really truly unique and like and it's working so far. Sorry, we have, we have agrees. yeah that that's that's Lucy agreeing <laughs> on this. The dog is agreeing that you're absolutely right about this. Anyway, <laughs> but so. The freedom intensive, like we didn't get any details of this. What did so th- you have a new one coming up in what April, May, roughly? Uh, it starts March twenty seventh, but the um, the opportunity to enroll, I think, if this comes out on Wednesday, like like I think we're going for, uh, it'll be it'll be coming out today, and then um, and it goes fast. The first one went really fast. It did, yeah. 
Um, we, were, we were sold sold out by the end of the week. So, but it's a six week program with twelve sessions with Glenn Brown built in. Right, that is a, precisely eight more than any person needs. <laughs> uh, you'll be crying by three. I would I would argue, but you'll well, we, you're gonna love well, it. We had just just buy some first... buy some thrift spoons. Don't use the good spoons. <laughs> Bring your spoons, people. <laughs> um, people were people were definitely feeling the burn. Uh, week two, let's say week one and two of last week, people were like, wait, this is rough. <laughs> and, um, and people were like, I'm never going like, to, the best thing was like, Oh, I'm never going to, I'm never going to finish. I'm never going to get this right. I suck. And then uh, by week six, people were like, please extend this. I don't want this to end. Like it was cool. It was a real, it was a real solid boot camp in that sense. I was going to say, it's a lot end. like boot camp. Yeah, the first two weeks are yeah. really rough, and then you get in a groove, and then things well, start yeah, to happen, you, the muscles start to show up. Eventually, you adjust to suffering. That too, the but also you get strong. at it, yeah. But you like, also get strong. Well, that's that's how you're adjusting. You're getting stronger. You're like, hey, like, all right, like, I know what I I'm in it, for today. I think it does, like, it plays into what we were talking about. Like, like uh, I think a lot of people, or I think the solution to this problem that we're having, like the gap between wanting to have fun and wanting results, right? There's a gap there. And I think the way to solve that is to really show people the way. And like, you have to lead by example. And the, uh, the dojo, you membership style approach is like very chill. It's very like laid back. You kind of do what you want, but in the freedom intensive, it's like, this is what we're doing now. Do this now, do this now, do this. And we're there. Like I'm doing classes. Glenn's doing all his lessons. Carl's doing some stuff. And we're like, do this now. No, shut up do this stop whining that kind of thing like i also know, i also is. want to take this opportunity to verbalize for legal reasons that if you want me to use a different photo i will then what for what for make bagpipes great again.com <laughs> no make bagpipes great.com again assumes that we were ever great which we never were technically what so what photo <laughs> you got the url already Amazing. I work fast, yeah, brother. <laughs> uh, I like it. Let me look. Solid. Oh, what happens if I click the chat button? Oh, there's a hi, chat button? Know. I have no idea. Yeah. This says, hi, let us know how we can help and we'll respond shortly. <laughs> I'll make sure it just automatically says, click the link, you fucking dunce. <laughs> Live streams every That's weekend. Good. Oh, let's look at the chat. Okay, I'm going to chat. I'm going to type to you. I'll sell. I'll sell it to you for exactly twice what I paid for it, which will be about twenty-two dollars. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm getting in on that broker market now. <laughs> yeah, get in early, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm gonna short. I'm gonna short your stock. So <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna short. You're gonna short. Make bagpipes great again. Dot com stock. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, so and then what will that do? What does that do? Does that make your value go up or down? Uh, shorting the stock is, usually makes it go down. Yeah, it's it's a it's a bubble. So basically, you're you're uh, intending to buy on borrowed money, and then if it goes up, sell and pay back the person you borrowed from and keep the difference. Basically, that's a, it's a very mean. bastardized definition. Yeah, that was a really terrible just description. You're betting the stock's going to go down, so you sell it now. And you buy it back later when it goes down. Well, you can also do it if you think it's going up. No, you don't short stock when you think it's going up. But it's like, uh, all right, uh, Fusca, I'll take $10 for make bagpipesgreatagain.com. 
then you know when it's down <laughs> at seven my picture on it so the value tanks <laughs> exactly uh which we we can get into because my former life as a banker and a licensed stockbroker could actually help with this. Well, discussion. we don't we don't have a ton of we don't have a ton of time. Unfortunately, can I keep That's you guys true. for like thirty minutes? Because I do have a topic that I think would be interesting. I I have uh, hardcore out at two thirty. Hardcore at two thirty. Okay, that's <laughs> gonna be enough home time. by three. That's enough to do this because I wanted to talk about because uh, we mentioned this pre-show kind of like when we were shooting the shit and like the stream was live, but. Uh, alternative careers is how I'd like to describe it. And you both started somewhere else, somewhere very different than where you are. Oh, very true. And I'm, it's very interesting to me. And I think it might be interesting to the audience to get, and you don't have to like get into fucking nitty gritty details. Cause we got a half hour, but like, you know, we can start with, uh, you want to start with Fusco or Doogie? I mean, which, which start one with Doogie. You, he's which a, one he's, he's the special guest. Start with him. So, so, where did you where did you start versus ending up being a proprietor of a online piping school? Uh, so it's a two phase thing. When I first moved back from Vancouver, I, I worked as a uh, customer service phone representative for Davis Vision for uh, like eyeglasses insurance company for, for our international audience spec savers, <laughs> yeah. which is what and, and, most people who major in uh, music performance do that's exactly <laughs> freaking right man that's exactly right like don't get that degree um and um so but and then that was my first thing you know we were talking before the show bagpiping's tough you either have to be all in or not in because you, you know you can't do it halfway because there's not enough time in the day like right um and chain rant, you guys kind of go through that like you guys want to be big time but you also have to have day jobs and that's a big problem. So anyway, uh, Davis speaking, Vision... Speaking I, as the person who is your day job. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, um, uh, so Davis Vision, I was just working, you know, making sure I could pay the rent. And I, I finally figured out I could make more uh, teaching two hours a day than I could working eight hours a day at Davis Vision. So Fucking I, quit that, I quit that job and I scrambled to find 10 students a week. And that, you know, basically... You know, and include a couple of weekend workshops. Uh, I was able to kind of string together enough at that point, but even that wasn't really enough. I mean, someday, let's say I want to get married and have a family, so I can't be working every night. I can't be working every weekend, so uh, I'm going to have to figure something out. So the more entertaining ver- part of the story is, uh, for a time, uh, as I was getting ready to get married and we were trying to save some extra money for our honeymoon and stuff. I went to work at – I'm just going to leave all names out of this. I think that would be wise. That's uh, I went to work at a local Episcopal church. Doing as, what? Uh, a church. Uh, 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 I was a church administrator. I printed all the bulletins and answered all the emails and oh, okay. made sure the website was up to date, stuff like that. So he went to work uh, as was, a church as, at a church as a person who knew how to use a computer. He was a church lady. He was the That's church right. lady. Like, <laughs> um You'd be surprised the amount of jobs you can get by being the only person who knows how the computer works. <laughs> and that was basically it. And and I was I was unpopular in this. I don't want to come across like I was some sort of great employee. I was I was uh, unpopular, and I may have accidentally typoed in really embarrassing ways in the church bulletins. Like th- that's all true on purpose Someday, or just no 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 accidentally accidentally. Oh. Um, like I think one time there was like. There was a, the big one 
I think what what put me on the way out was like uh, in the I was supposed to type into the bulletin that there was a fundraiser for like a local uh, kids homeless shelter where people should donate funky socks to help you know keep the homeless kids feet warm during the winter. Okay. But instead of instead of funky socks, I ended up writing fucky cocks. What? Totally accidental. There's no way you did this that. This does not, not seem accidental. <laughs> you did that on totally purpose. Totally accidental. No, I like, I, dude, I wanted, I wasn't trying to get fired. I'm not crazy. It could have been like Freudian. It could have been maybe like a this, Freudian. This is why we always talk about like the most dangerous word, like back when I used to work in PR, because you have to, you have to take public a lot. Like you second, you find and replace public because it will autocorrect a pubic every fucking time. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Um, and, and and who knows how old this version of Microsoft Word was? It's like probably just really bad autocorrect. What year anyway, was this roughly when you were working here? Uh, well, this this was t- 2010. Okay, 1684. <laughs> um, and so anyway. I think what the Methodists or the Baptists would have done is they probably would have fired me on the spot. But the Episcopals, they're like too politically correct, right? So they... Um, they made you go into confessional? <laughs> no, no. Like, so they didn't. I got reprimanded as I should have been. It was a terrible thing. And like, you know, uh, it was probably not, not yeah, you, great. You, you fucked up. Pretty bad, right? But they should have just fired me. Uh, but instead, what they did is they staged a grand scheme where uh i was i went on my honeymoon in february and i had prepared all the bulletins ahead of time and i had printed them all out and i i remember this they were stacked up like almost to the ceiling on the table in the in the church office all ready to go i had the sticky notes on the top with what dates they were and stuff i come back from my honeymoon and that's when when the reverend sat me down and let me know they were going to let me go because I hadn't done any of the church bulletins before I left for my honeymoon. I hadn't done any of the work that was needed. Uh, and I was like, so where did the giant stack of bulletins on the table go? And they claimed to know nothing about those. Oh. And, uh, and anyway, the man they, asked me to, they asked me to finish the next two weeks of working there after they threw out my bulletins in order to like have grounds to fire me or whatever. I wonder whose idea that was. Anyway, <laughs> I, I told them, no, I won't be working. I, you know, I'm, I'm good. We're done here. But then uh, on the way home that day, I decided yeah, the more, the more that, colloquial phrases typically get fucked. <laughs> yeah. On the way home that day, I decided that it was time to go super legit with the dojo. And I started my, my official business plan that day. That's when so your like side that, hustle became your main hustle. That that's when it was like that. W- that was like I I just kind of felt a little bit angry about the whole situation and it fired me up. And so like I was like we're gonna go legit and we did that. We raised uh, we raised some good money and I took on a couple of partners to help me take the dojo off the ground. A little venture capital. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I remember in the primitive primitive okay. sense. Sure. But that, dude, that's the fucking move. Listen, like, anger is a hell of a drug, man. When you're trying to get revenge on the man and you're like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to do it my own goddamn way. And I then, just, I want to be clear. Then you're I highly be clear. I want to be clear. I, pro- I definitely think 
I deserve to be fired. I screwed up. That, <laughs> you know, I, I screwed up and I was annoying and I'm not particularly. Wait, wait, religious. is the like, is the link that bad to where you have to like try to potentially get hired again at the Episcopal Church or are we good? <laughs> like, Well, every time I come on here, I take a risk. As, a, as, <laughs> as an official subsidiary of the Piper Socho Chanaran podcast, this can, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. But you know, like, you know, and, and all jokes aside, like I wasn't good at that job. I'm not good. I'm really really not good uh as an employee like i have to be my own boss i I learned these things in painful ways uh over the years um and so like that has what that's what's taken the dojo legit is because like this is the direction i had to go well i mean fusco's and fusco still works there so he's not gonna say this but like the thing for me was i I always liked working for you because like eventually you would get into these like rain man modes where you would just be like (laughs) Like, no, I want it to be like this, 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 like, here's the, here's like the genre, here's the color, here's the mood. And I'd be like, oh, fuck yeah. Okay, cool. Like, it actually made my job a lot easier. Well, clear communication and definition is yeah, really dude. important. He and knew vision. what he wanted. He fucking yeah. knew what he wanted. Like, the amount of clients I work with that are like, oh, well, I kind of think that I might need an animated GIF logo. I'm like, okay, well, what have you seen that you like? Because that's usually my first question when I talk to someone. I'm like, hey, like, what is a thing that you've seen that you like that you're either trying to emulate, replicate, or improve upon? And then you go from there. But, like, yeah, mm-hmm. working with Doogie was always great because, like, no, I literally, like, here's my vibe, dude. And I was like, ah, all right, I'll fuck with that. I'll fuck with that vibe. Easy. <laughs> well, here's what's ironic about Doogie is uh, n- nowadays when somebody mistypes something or posts something that's not quite right it's not not even close to as bad as fucking whatever he typed <laughs> in the church bulletin he is not he is not happy about it well he's he not lets gonna, you know yeah he's not gonna he's not gonna make that mistake again here's a, here, to, uh, here let me tell do you, you want me to read from the should i read uh should i do a dramatic reading of our internal slack chat from the other night oh no. you should but let me yes. tell this story first once uh, so okay. one time like so when we when we record classes we have to post the link to the, every class yeah. that we that we teach. So one time, like, wh- what's the service we use? What what does our website run on? Um, it's not Squarespace. It's uh, AWS, isn't it? What is it? WordPress. WordPress. So WordPress is not. It's not co- crazy complicated, but it's not crazy easy either. But anyway, so one time they it sort of switched where we, when we post a link, it would it would add this like bottom like. I don't know this weird thing link, to the bottom. link preview, link yeah. preview, yeah, and it just changed out of nowhere. It just all of a sudden started happening, right? So one day I posted this, and the link preview was there. I'm like, well, I haven't heard that I shouldn't do this, so I'm just going to post it as is. And I immediately heard, "Do not <laughs> let this go through like this. Just delete it." I'm like, I didn't know I could delete it. I I just yeah, kept doing yeah. what I usually do, and I heard very clearly <laughs> that I should not do that anymore. I'm like, okay, that cool. One, if I haven't. <laughs> If I haven't said I'm sorry about that, Andy, I am. Because, like, that one is ironic because it's 100% my fault. I, I, I'm i the one who made the website update that caused that issue. It wasn't really your fault. <laughs> I, and I wasn't upset about it. I was like, well, okay. It would have been nice if that's I heard also, about it ahead of time, but okay. <laughs> well, that's also, like, one of the – I think one of the reasons that we all get along is because, like, could you, could you picture other people that you could hang out with in this field that are as fucking anal retentive as the three <laughs> of us? Like – no. Well, there's probably some. 
I've heard Glenn. Like teach, I'm, but... I'm, I'm the fucking like I'm probably the most cavalier of this group, and still, like I hate, I hate when a fucking font is off. Like it. Oh, I've heard about it. It freaks me out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Which you're is, right about that. I, I'm I'm very much done is better than perfect, but it's not what you think. It's not because I don't care that it's perfect or not. It's no, it's just that you, you know, should also know you should also know what the guidelines are. That you should, like, you should be play play on this hockey <laughs> play in this hockey rink. Like that's where that's the space I'm giving you. Fucking do it. But you were gonna read from the Slack. You were, you had some sort of something funny to yeah. say. <laughs> so our Slack, like you know, our internal Slack, it's active. Like you have stuff like. Anybody know who XX is? You know, he hasn't cashed his tuning clinic refund check issued in September. That's something you might see in the Dojo Slack. That was right? definitely um, me. I'll take that check. <laughs> um, or sometimes you get, um, sometimes you get, uh, can anyone tell me the correct timing uh, for bar three, part three in the tune of the week? And then someone was like, oh, like, let me have a look at that maybe. But anyway, uh, Friday, January 15th. This is what came through the Slack. Oh boy, I hope this, this isn't is, me. So, <laughs> it's probably you. Oh boy. No, this is, uh, this is Andrew Douglas coming through. And this is, I think, yeah, Friday night, Friday afternoon. So it's like, you know, the end of the work week. Uh, Andrew Douglas says, what the actual fuck is this tune description? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, the tune description is just rife with typos. It's like, so not. Like, I couldn't even figure out. So, wait, like, was this what... like a daily dose or? No, no, no. Uh, no. no so the tune of the week happens every Friday. Okay. And then we describe, like, maybe where the tune came from or who wrote it or something about it, basically. And, and it was just a fiddly fuck. It was, it was just, it was it was just a, a symphony of errors. Yes. I mean, I can read it for you. Uh, Johnny McDonald is unknown. Like, here you go. Johnny McDonald is unknown. Son of popular Edinburgh pipe maker, John Center, James was considered the best <laughs> piper in Scotland by 1907. He was the most famous piper to die of Spanish flu 1919. Stylish in his dress, Willie Ross's jig pays homage to Center's bonnet. Center bagpipes are prized. Like for their workmanship and scarcity. Can you see why this there, might annoy have, the oh, CEO? I, I absolutely. <laughs> like, who wrote that? Do we ever find um, out where that came from? It's not important. No, it's not. A, we it wasn't me. But anyway, uh, and then, so it I, sounds, I it sounds like, it sounds like someone wrote it on fucking ketamine. Like, like none of it connects and there's no, Stop. there's no, it's over. It, it doesn't matter. This isn't about the person who wrote it. It's still funny. But what's funny is Andrew's reaction is like, what the actual fuck is this? <laughs> And somebody and then, responded, I will fix it right away. And then, um, and then, and then I write underneath that. I said, also, there's a giant unneeded space in the post. <laughs> and then, um, and then Andra, Andra's on our team. Andra's like the, the actual singular nice person that works for us. Uh, and she says, maybe you need some coffee? Question mark. <laughs> and then I come back and I say, that blurb is an utter embarrassment. And then Fusco comes in and says, wasn't me, not it. <laughs> um, and then Andra, and then Andra says, like, anyone's going to claim that. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then poor Carl, like, he was probably just tired. And then Carl just comes back. And remember, you have to keep in mind, he lives in France. So it's oh, like, yeah, no, he's. 11 it's a, it's a it's complete like time difference. On Friday night. Yeah. It's like 11 p.m. on Friday night. And poor Carl. Uh, he's he just types. I'll clean it up. <laughs> that's the only move, though, and I think that I think that's you know, I I've had that situation professionally many times, especially working 
in my prior field of like doing PR and marketing where it's like, yeah, I fucked it up. Let me fix it. Right. And, and, you know, Carl I, is the man. I fucked. Oh, well, yeah. Carl's solid. That, that dude yeah. must've, he put up with Andrew for the last like, 10 years. <laughs> that's right. No, no. And, and it really is like that. You know, it really is like that. You know, I, I definitely, I, I do this. I'm, I do this. Like, I wouldn't say 24 seven, but you know, it's the, the but it's your baby though. Man. Like, it's your baby. Yeah, and so like, but then I get, I can be a, I could be super angry dick sometimes, and like Carl is the man because, for usually, although I have been, rep, I should have been reprimanded for this because it was like way too late. But it's like, I think with the quarantine, it's not quite as egregious to bother someone uh, oh, after I've, business hours. But yeah, I, if anything, I've only become more horrible over time when it comes to the few management positions that I hold, and and I'm like not better, mean. Though. I feel like I'm getting better. I'm not, I'm not like, like I'm, getting... I'm not mean about it. I'm just, you know, like I, I still want it to be good and I don't want like the current situation to be an excuse for things not to be good. And I'm never going to like shout at my volunteers or any of that kind of stuff. Like I'll, I'll never, See, I'll do that. Yeah. Well, that's because they're your employees. If I fucking paid them, I'd shout at them for sure. Cause that's money. It, that's it's money. Not... It's money out of my pocket into theirs. Right. Like I'm a volunteer too. So it doesn't affect my bottom line whatsoever. All the only potential risk for me in being a fucking asshole is I lose someone that I need. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and the the um, and you know I've learned that the hard way many times, especially as a pipe major, and um, I try not to in in the business, you know. But, but uh, you I also have people that you also have people that you got to fucking get rid of, dude. Yeah, no, well, these are not no. like at this point at the dojo we have, with the exception of Fusco. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm about to say you guys have, have an exceptional team. team with the exception of Fusco. Oh, come on, that's right. <laughs> but uh, um, like but, my uh, team, you know, my uh, fuck, dude, it's so weird to talk about. Like, yeah, like I've fired volunteers before, which is crazy to think about because like they're a person that's willing to give up their time for the greater good. But it's like, dude, honestly, at this point, the only value you can bring to the event is buying a ticket. And that, and that's not, you know, I try to be as nice about it as I possibly can. <laughs> aside from but the anyway. loss, aside from the Las Vegas pipe band, it's very rare that I raise my voice. <laughs> How did we end up on this topic? Because I got to go probably in a couple minutes. Uh, we got to go very quickly. So we ended up on this topic because we were talking about the uh, basically alternative career paths. <clears throat> yeah, how you, you got fired. About, and yeah, you got dojo. fired. You made a business. Yeah. So Fusco. You spent an entire career uh, being miserable in banking and then uh, basically de-aged yourself 10 years by being a full-time bagpiper. I, I think you should talk about that a bit as well. <laughs> well, finance and banking. I did the financial analysis. I uh, Then I went to work for a bank. And Is it I... weird that you look younger now than when I met you? No, because <laughs> that was the worst. Like, <laughs> I got my stockbroker license. I was Series 7 uh qualified if you will or whatever and i did all of that stuff and then uh and i was doing bagpiping on the side you know because like we all were we would take gigs here and there and we would teach here and there because the band asked us to or whatever and but i was absolutely miserable i hated it and that's what i went to college for it wasn't like i had a degree in bagpipe performance (laughs) like do you over here yeah dude. Uh, (laughs) but uh yeah no it was miserable so then i got fired in the recession of 2008 you know, and it didn't happen until the 2010, but, uh, and I didn't know what to do. So then I, I was already teaching and I was already kind of playing. And then I just sort of focused on it because I'm like, well, 
what else am I going to do? I don't know what else to do. I don't want to go back to that because that sucked. I don't want to do that anymore. And so, and things, you know, way leads upon way, I suppose. But, uh, so I started focusing on teaching and playing more. And then it, you know, opportunities open up because you're, you're open to those opportunities, I suppose, which is kind of like what he's talking about where he kind of had this thing going, but it, it opened up into, Hey, now I can focus on this. You know, I have, I'm at the bottom. What else? I mean, there's only up, right? <laughs> at that point, right? You're like, all right, I'm mm-hmm. going to put this dojo thing together. I'm going to put my Las Vegas bagpiper thing to get whatever it was. And then, you know, things come together as they do. But yeah, I mean, I can just, I can just say that like, cause I, cause I've known you for a very fucking long time. Yeah. When I say that you've de-aged, I, I mean it. Like it, it's like, it's like watching someone who is like potentially gonna, or <laughs> it was getting close. I remember the end, the end days, like right before I got canned, like literally dreading going to work. Yeah, like like getting up in the morning was dreadful. Like get, you getting fired was the best thing that ever happened to you. And then yeah. like you started, you started just like really focusing in on music. Not just, and you know, you you talked about bagpiping, teaching gigs, all that kind of stuff. But I think that it's more than that. I think it's you focused in on music. Oh, holy like you were playing drums in bands and mm-hmm. shit like that and That's like true. dude i thought for sure because i was because i was out of town right so yeah. i lived in i lived in reno at this time and i was like oh like my friend's gonna fucking kill himself he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna suck start a glock here i don't know quick. if i'd ever get to that point but maybe but no, dude, like it, it's crazy to me because you're like 56 years old now, and you 44, and you look amazing <laughs> for being 56, I mean, <laughs> 60 years old. I think you know. I think it could. I think it could all be wrapped up in a tidy little bow here, and I think you know that. Uh, hey, usually I do that, but I'm telling. I'll tell you what, man, Doogie, wrap it for me because we all have shit to do tonight. It's what bagpipe freedom is all about. Is how I'm gonna wrap oh, this fuck. up. I'm You're gonna wrap it with an like, ad read, you dick. <laughs> Go for it. Um, so, like, you know, a lot of people when they pick up their instrument, it's so freaking hard, and they don't know how to work it right that it's a chore every time they pick up the bagpipes, right? And it actually kind of sucks. And then, like, they they only want to play in their parade band because a no one will ever hear them play. Uh, and B, it's safe. No one will ever call them out for it. But that's like the equivalent of Fusco dreading waking up and going to his own vocation, right? Like, so you, you know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't dread going to work in the morning. It's the same reason we started the dojo. It should be. He even pivoted. That's like, really good. Mm-hmm. Even if, like, even if you don't like the dojo style because it's like, too intense for you which is like really weird but anyway like i think that's weird but maybe that's a thing but like regardless you you uh you owe yourself that much for for this hobby that you're participating in for it to be special and for you to actually look forward to it every day Stuart little looks forward to playing his pipes it's not a chore for him correct willie callum glenn myself uh fusky probably not josh i heard i heard you earlier in the year it's it's probably could it's a little dreadful it hasn't gotten much better brother (laughs) yeah um uh i enjoy playing my pipes man but it takes time to get to that point and you got to put effort into getting to the point where it's enjoyable and you i i i live 
for the day where my students get the reaction from an audience, meaning like just even as one person at a funeral, like, wow, I never heard pipes like that. Just to hear that one time. Th- Cause that's so rare. Tone and in tune. Cause they hear shit pipes so often that nobody ever says that. It's well, very the rare. thing that crushes me and like the thing that I'm still trying to work on is I'm trying to develop uh, an appreciation for playing bagpipes just for me. Cause for yes. me, it was always a team sport. That's how I grew up in it. And without my team, it's hard. That's okay too. Some people need the band to like. That's why, like most of the time I play now, I'm playing the fucking small pipes because I was like, oh, it's like a, it's like a masturbatory just me thing. That's okay too. I think playing, but uh, but also I've been you know doing a career change, so I've been busy. There's a lot of other things going on there. A lot of, there, there's there's a lot of spinning plates, but I I gotta get you guys out of here. Yeah. So we're real quick. All I want to say is uh. One, I appreciate both of you spending the time to be here on the show, and as always, uh, well, I'll see you in like another hour. But... <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Doogie, honestly, like I think you're doing good work. I'm not just saying that because you know uh, I give a shit about corporate stuff because you know I don't. You're doing good work, man. Like just keep it up. Thanks, Joshy. Yeah, like you're you you have you have got your finger on the fucking pulse of the masses when it comes to trying to just have a playable instrument and trying to have an instrument that you will not embarrass everyone else you play in front of. <laughs> well, hopefully <laughs> what's the like last little morsel I'll leave you with. No one practices in between band practice, right? Like they go to band practice and that's the only time they play their pipes each week. Okay. Now it's partially maybe because people are lazy, but I think it's more than that. I think it's because they honestly don't, know what to do and therefore don't enjoy playing their own bagpipes. Right. Well, I think it's, I think it's more similar to like, you know, you do CrossFit, right? So it's more similar to going to the gym. Once you're there, you have nothing else to do, but just do your workout. Right. So when it comes to pipe band shit, it's like if you and your case walk through the fucking door to wherever you practice, what are you going to do? Turn around and go home? Probably not. Yeah, just get in the fucking door. That's that's. But you need to be thing. able to, but you need to be able to uh, create that environment for yourself at home as well. To the point where it's not a big deal. Like even if you only have a couple minutes, you can play your pipes and accomplish something. Oh, this is why everyone. The hundred day challenge is huge because of this. the hundred day challenge <laughs> is huge, and like honestly, everyone should just become like fucking Twitch streaming bagpipers. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Twitch because 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 like that'll at least give you like oh well my audience expects me right (laughs) (laughs) that's part of it i suppose and you can't play you can't you can't play fucking electric bagpipes and cut it into a youtube video with skimpy clothing to make it work i suppose you could (laughs) i I could play i could play the best msr of my life in a goddamn mini kilt i don't think it would get me very many views you know what i heard and i still have to tape my cock up to be like by my stomach at that point (laughs) what's that chick's name the the chick that Josh, the place bagpipes on the internet. What's her name? There's uh, a lot of chicks that play. No, the the Indian chick. Ah, uh, Snake Charmer bagpipe. Yeah, yeah, you know what I hear, heard Andrew say once about her? I have an erection. Oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Right, on that note, on that note, I gotta go, you guys. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap this up. I just want to thank you all for coming out to this show. Uh, Doogie, you're doing you're doing the goddamn Lord's work, even if the Episcopal Church doesn't think so. So uh, thank you for helping create more 
bagpipers and create really a community around bagpiping. Um, next thing we can do is start shorting McClellan bagpipe stocks. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of which, this episode brought to you by oh, I should have done the brought to you by McClellan earlier, but yeah, we'll we'll insert it randomly so people listen to it. We'll edit it in. <laughs> All right, play us out, motherfucker. Thank you, everyone who tuned in. These guys got to get the fuck out of here, and I am going to go ahead and play us the fuck out. I'm going to go ahead... (laughs) Do it again. And play us the fuck out.